is uh, Todd Karpovich is with us. He joins us on the bat around. Todd, you watching the game between UMBC and Vermont? I am. 18-14. How, how, what kind of games has it been? I know we got Craig's got his eyes on it, too, but you've been able to focus on it uh, entirely. Well, I think uh, Vermont's, it's the, Vermont's playing their game, you know, setting their offense. It looks like they're, they're killing UBC on the offensive rebounds. So they get a lot of second chances. Um, UBC, just no flow yet, but we got a whole half to play. I think they're starting to, they're starting to feel a little bit now, but we'll see. It's a, it's a tough game. It's a, Vermont's the one seed. It's a pretty hostile crowd there, from what I can tell. Yep. All right. The Catamounts and the Retrievers in Vermont. Um, we appreciate you coming on the show. Before we get into talking about baseball and the Orioles, you also, in one of your hats that you wear, you cover the Ravens uh, for uh, – who is it again? I want to do it for Forbes, Forbes uh, Sports Exchange and um, – Forbes Sports Exchange and uh, Russell Street Report. Right. So, three so man, you got a lot of hats you wear and a lot of checks coming in. Um, <laughs> tell, oh, ideally, yeah. Tell, tell us about <laughs> – Tell us about well the king of the checks coming in is Craig Heist. Uh, tell us a little bit about that uh, press conference yesterday the Ravens held. Well, you know it's, it's interesting because I mean they they wouldn't you know openly admit it, but I think you know um, it was really a response to what the Browns were doing. You know what I mean? They, they really needed to um, boost that secondary, the secondary with what Cleveland did with, with training for with Del Beckham and having Jarvis Landry there. And then, of course, um, Ingram gives him a better, better running back. Um, and, you know, I think, I think he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna win the starting job over Edwards. But, you know, with Ingram and, and Lamar Jackson, it's a pretty formidable backfield uh, entering the year. Um, the, the biggest challenge now, I mean, as Costa said, um, they have money to spend. You know, they, they finally and they spent it. They spent they a, they a little bit of it. Purgatory. They spent a little bit of it late last night, didn't they? Yeah, they signed another cornerback. Yeah, so more, more so, and another special teams guy. Um, so yeah, they, they they have more depth. They're adding depth. Um, the problem right now, though, there's no, there's really no market for wide receivers, and they don't have much on the roster. I mean, right now, we're gonna have to rely on uh, Chris Moore and Willie Sneed. So let um, me let me ask you one other thing. So who who in their estimation right now? Because it looks to me like. Uh, I think they're they're feeling with with Lamar Jackson as the quarterback. It's mm-hmm. not all that important to get top flight receivers right now, and it looks like they're hell bent on making this defense better. But who's going to rush the passer right now? Well, that's the thing. They got to get a pass rusher. You know, um, so do they have any money to? Do they have enough money to get one of those guys? They got some money to, to bring in one pass rusher. Um, and again, you know, all the, all the guys available are over thirty. You know, so you know they really, they they really needed uh, Bowser or Tim Williams to step up. Neither of those guys have been able to to break through. That's really, you know, that's, that's really kind of stepped them back. You know, as far as finding you know heir apparent to Suggs and you know as far as a you know every down pass rusher. So they're going to might look to the draft to and, fill that need. And what about the inside uh, linebackers position? Do they think Kenny Young can can hold the hold the fort? We're going to rely on Kenny Young and, uh, and Peanut, you know, who also, uh, you know, he's coming off a good year. Um, it's another area they're going to have to look at because they don't have much depth there. They, got some, they, have, they still have a lot of, uh, you know, work to do on that roster. They need offensive, interior offensive line. You know, they've they got to get some depth there. And I think it might, might be the way they go in the first round this right. year. Todd, gut feeling real quick. Uh, Lamar Jackson 
and what was deemed an experiment, but then he goes six and one and gets them into the playoffs. And then goes 105 and miles an hour. And then goes 105 miles. But uh, <laughs> does this? Uh, what, what is your gut feeling about whether or not this works out for the Ravens? Because if it doesn't, if it doesn't, you know, there's going to be a lot of people really coming down on this organization. My gut feeling is he's going to improve. He's a, he's a, he's a hard worker by all accounts. And he could he could show he could throw the ball a little bit, you know, a little bit at Louisville. Um, I think Greg Roman's going to put him in a position to succeed. Um, now, how how far that takes the team, that, that's going to be the question. You know, if they, if they finish with six wins next season with Lamar at quarterback, you know, it's Steve Shoddy, you know, he likes to say the pitchforks are going to be out again, and, and they really are, you know, because it's, really, uh, it's really been a divisive fan base with Lamar Jackson. You know, there's some fans love and other fans say, you know, it's college, it's college offense. It's not going to work in the NFL. So, um, but he showed, you know, he showed he could win. But the problem was, you know, with San Diego, the Chargers, I mean, San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers got a second look at him. They showed him down. I mean, that, that was a really dominant game. But, again, the offensive line didn't play well that game either. So, All right, we're that, ta- that's going to be the issue. We're talking to Todd Karpovich. He writes for us, uh, Press Box, and he uh, also – Where's the hat of being the Baltimore Orioles beat writer for Press Box? Speaking of roster decisions, have you taken a look at the Orioles' potential roster? And, the, and to me, what is surprisingly some rather difficult cuts that they've got to make over the next 10 days. Yeah, I got to the story for, for Press Box this week on what I thought was a, was a final roster predictions. And, man, the bullpen was just – boy, that was tough. That was so, really tough. so who do you have? You got Givens – Blyer are Givens, right? Givens, Blyer, Fry, Castro, Scott, Wright. Wait a minute. Uh, Castro, uh, hold, uh, on. Uh, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Givens, <laughs> Blyer, Fry, Castro, who? Scott. 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 Okay. Who pitches today, uh, who will be in Dunedin today? Uh, Mike Wright. You see Wright. him as a bullpen guy. Yeah, I don't see, you know, he's. I think how, he's many, gonna, how many chances you give him to start? I think you know, he's going to make. I think he's yeah, going to. He's had a good spring. He's Pitch. had a very good spring. Go ahead. Yeah, um, Pedro Rojo, who's, who's a Rule Five guy, they probably got to keep. You know, on the, on the opening day roster, they, the guy they got from the Cubs. <laughs> they got to keep and him then, seventeen days. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So he, he, I think he's he's one of the spots. And then Carnes, who has you know he's had, he has some injuries pop up again, you know, with some soreness. Right. So he's he's not going to be ready to take the ball in the rotation. So I think he goes to the bullpen. So we talked about this, you know, for the past several weeks. So that's eight guys in the bullpen that you yeah. see. Okay. What about the – so you got eight and then five, uh, four starting pitchers to start? Five. Five. Bundy, think, uh, Cobb, Kashner, Rogers, And Hess. Okay. Well, that's the it. other part about it is a couple things. <laughs> One, Hess's last start was a – Abysmal. Yesterday, he yeah. had nine yeah. runs. Right. And the other part of it is, keep in mind, you don't need that fifth starter uh, probably for a week, week and a half in because of the off days. So that could play a part as to whether or not they take four or five starters north. Yeah, and he has high, you know, uh, they have some flexibility there. And he's going to use it. And I think um, he, he said he's not opposed to you know using the opener Yeah. You know, over, the, over the first couple of weeks until he figures out. You know who's going to be uh, who's going to be that guy? It's going to be interesting. I think one of the interesting things to watch is Hyde and how how patient he is with some of these young guys. You know, I mean, with uh, it's going to be a lot of guys. It could be I don't know if it's going to be a revolving door or how long he stays with guys. 
So, and that's going to be something to watch. Well, one of the things we talked about, or I talked about last week while Stan was down in Sarasota, was uh, the outfield and how that might come together because there is quite a bit of outfield depth on this team, and, yeah. and some guys having really good springs. Yeah, Hayes is pretty great. Santana's playing great. Um, Mullins has struggled. And Stan and I talked about this earlier in the week. Um, you know, uh, Hayes, Hayes got, had, had an opportunity to play some center field while Mullins struggling. I still think they, they go with Mullins because, because I think they like his upside. But there's been some serious competition there in the outfield. And also, um, you know, you talk about this final roster. Um, Eric Young, where's he fit in? Did he keep him? You know, he's, he's, only, he's one of the veterans out there. So you've got thirteen. You've got thirteen pitchers coming north. Given that Arojo only has to stay up seventeen days, so the yeah. cat, the catchers you see is Cisco and Wins. Well, I think Wins. He's having. He, he uh, he's battling with soreness too, isn't he? I think yes. they come north with Sucre. I think they come with Sucre and um, and Cisco and see with uh, see how Wins is able to bounce back from this injury. Have, he's not going to rush anybody. Clear All right, so two catchers brings you up to fifteen. Then you got Davis, VR. Bear with me, Martin. That takes yep. you up to eighteen players. Third base is going to be Ruiz and Rio. Uh, I mean yeah, Renato Nunez yeah. and Rio. Yeah, Nunez and Rio. So now you are at uh, eighteen. You're twenty players. Trump Trumbo. Is the DH is twenty one outfield? You've got who? I got uh, Mancini left, Mullins at center, Rickard Hayes and uh, Santana. You know no, that's and, too and many. Right? That's too many guys. So that's that's how many. Hold on, Mancini, Mullins, Santander, and Rickard, right? Yeah. And you have no Hayes coming north. No, I think it, well, it's going to be between Santana and Hayes for that for one of those spots. Okay, so you've got no Escobar. You've got, and I'll tell you who else you've left. We've left out is Drew Jackson is definitely going to make the team. It's the twenty-five. Yep, he's no question. He's going to make it. He's got some tough decisions in the mix. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's got some tough decisions. And that's what I meant by the outfield. There, there's a ton of competition standing in that outfield. And I'm not so sure that Tanner Scott is 100 percent safe to come north with the team. Given well, the, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys that are, I mean, that are going to yep, be yep. coming down to the last week. All right. Well, it's certainly uh, shaping up as an interesting next seven to ten days for this club. And, of course, one of the things that could rear its ugly head is injury. Say, Trumbo, let's say they say, you know what, we need to start him on the IL. Uh, that could open up a spot. But uh, I'll well, tell you, I'm having, a hell, I'm having a hell of a time getting down to the 25-man. That's number. another thing i got to figure out, uh, how to remember this year is the, the difference between the DL and the IL. Oh, you since got the, to. Since the DL is, is no longer <laughs> is, is no longer with you know us the, anymore. You know the good no more news, thing to worry about. You know the good news for both of you guys uh, is if you get it wrong, it's not going to stop one of those checks from coming in. Well, that, you know, that's true. Very true, Todd. You know what? And I'd like to – A couple times that those checks might and, stop coming. And, and Carpy, I'd like to – I'd like to personally congratulate you. He, got, he gets more checks than you, I think. Because, you know, you've, you've come to the realization that in our business, you know, the more gigs you have, the better it is. <laughs> exactly. 
One can fall. Well, geez, you know how it is. One falls through, one pops up. Yeah, there's, that's <laughs> you know? the way it goes. You got to keep, it's like a merry-go-round. It just keeps <laughs> going on and on and on. Yeah. It never stops. Um, for, I know you haven't been down to spring training, but you're going to start to cover the club pretty closely when the season yeah, starts. Yeah. What, are you, are, what are you hearing from the people that you talk to about the camp, about how different it is? They love the energy. They love, they love the positive energy. They love the way the guys are, uh, you know, hustling. You know, I was talking to Jim Palmer um, last week for the, um, for the print store. I did a press box. Mm-hmm. He said he, he, really, he really liked the energy down there. And same thing with um, Ben McDonald. He, he's, been really, he's really excited about this team. And um, these guys, you know, they're going to like, they're, they're like watching these young guys grow up. Um, so, I mean, but again, guys have to grow up fast. You know, it's a bottom line, wins and losses. You know, you want to. I think the fans are a little excited about the new direction. Yeah, but, I, I um, think so. I think so. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun team to watch. I know it's going to be a lot of storylines and see who emerges, who takes, you know, who takes, um, takes, takes the opportunity when they're playing to, to, to you know, to prove they're an everyday, everyday major leaguer. It's going to be interesting to watch how high handles the bench, you know, and how his in game, you know, his in game um, demeanor. I'm interested in seeing if the analytics, now that we, you know, Baltimore is colliding with analytics, you know, it's at the intersection of the Baltimore baseball fan and analytics have firmly hit. I want to see if the analytics really can help one of these pitchers that has been sort of so-so, and I'm talking about Hess, I'm talking about Rodgers a little bit, and I'm talking mostly about whether or not Mike Wright, with the stuff he has Maybe the analytics turn him into a polished major league pitcher who really learns how to to get batters out. And Bud be giving up all those home runs. Yeah, you know that's another thing. Yep. You know the analytics going to help him settle down a little bit. You know, and of course, all, all eyes are going to be on Chris Bates because he's had he's had has not, has not had a good spring, and um, I guess he's battled a few injuries. But again, you know this this he's going to be the guy on the microscope because of the contract. Because his contract is when it really stands out. That team. Well, we've already, we've already decided that it would make more sense for the club to release him and acquire Ichiro Suzuki once he's released <laughs> by the Mariners <laughs> because he had a better year. Than but, you, but, you know, in all, in all seriousness, Todd, what Stan was saying as far as the analytics helping the pitchers, you kind of wonder – how much of the analytics can help Chris Davis and if he's receptive to it and trying to turn this thing around. I'm worried. Yeah. I'm worried not to, inter- not, a, not, to inter- not to interrupt your answer, but I just did. But I'm, I think he is one guy that may be beyond the analytics. You know, I think yeah. when, when something is so in your head, uh, until you get it out of your head, Look, I had a bridge phobia for five or six years. I know Chris won't last here for five or six years if he's got a hitting phobia, but <laughs> it, you know when it leaves, it's gone. And maybe you know something can trigger something that do will. You, do you still have that phobia? No, I do not. No, I was going to say because I was going to we, we were going <laughs> to take a, ro- a ride. Well, no, we were going to take a <laughs> ride. We were going to take a ride. I can not- r- I can ride as a passenger all day long over. A bridge. I was going to say I was going to have him. Go with me across the Bay Bridge to the Eastern Shore, and then all the way to the the, the big tip. Bats. The, no, all the way down to the Bay Bridge Tunnel, right? Which connects Norfolk, or I'm sorry, uh, 
Virginia Beach right. to the Lower Eastern Shore, which has which has two tunnels along the way. That's tunnels. Well, there's there's tunnels and then there's above, but the whole span is like eighteen to nineteen miles. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's you're, you're under a tunnel for 19 miles. No, 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 no. Most okay. of it is above, above water. The water. Okay. There are two like harbor tunnels. How long are those? Like three miles? Yeah, three miles each. Okay. Something like that. I can two, handle yeah. a three-mile thing. Yeah. yeah. Are they well lit? Huh? Are they well lit? Yeah, yeah but if you're claustrophobic, you know. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're in a morgue. That's right. <laughs> well, we're eventually all going to get there anyway. And and we yeah, all look right. we all look out for Stan's best interest. Oh, of course. <laughs> Of course you do. Of course you do. Hey, Todd, we'll look forward to chatting with you um, uh, over the next week or two on the show and uh, throughout the season. All right? Yeah, thanks a lot. It was, it was all fun. Right. All right. Always is. Todd Karpovich. I admire that guy. Yeah. He's a hardworking guy. And we, we know what it's like to do what he's doing. Yep. Yeah, and a good friend of uh, Mr. Ginsburg. Yes, indeed. Well, we all are. Yeah. So. We're all in his. Well, and because we been so many places together <laughs> have you seen any neon lately no we there? have not no yeah. no no not at the all. the older you get the less neon you need yeah well all right speak for yourself let's uh, speaking of neon one place it doesn't have neon yes but, but we love it just like we do neon is the costas in yeah because there's great food specials throughout the week uh, Monday crab cake night, Tuesday rib night, Wednesday is steak night, Thursday is lobster night. You can get that either plain or stuffed with the crab imperial, which is out of this world. Uh, live entertainment on Wednesdays and Fridays in particular. Uh, Costas Inn has it all for you. 4100 North Point Boulevard. Ship the crab cakes and the crabs to anywhere in the country. If you have family that grew up here and they're living somewhere else, Call Pete Triantafilos. Or like Casey Willett. Right. You know, when we sent him that birthday gift. Right, exactly. He uh, thanked you, didn't he? Yes, he he did. Didn't thank you, but thanked me. (laughs) It's only my idea. That's all right. It's only my idea. Uh, But you can can have all of that at 4100. Ungrateful. Ungrateful. (laughs) 4100 North Point Boulevard. Costas in. One thing I can tell you, though, seriously, yes. he may have been ungrateful to yeah. me yeah. personally, but he did like the crab cakes. Yes, he I did. I know he did. Yes, he did. He ate every single one of them. That's Do right. you think he shared them with his wife? I, I would or hope kids? so. I they would were probably so. in the room, and he probably never gave them any. Sitting in front of the TV. Right. Yeah, exactly. They probably gave him none, none of the crab cakes. Costas in 4100 North Point Boulevard. Respect. It's more than a word. In the U.S. Army, it is one of our core values, earned through selfless service to our nation and making a difference both at home and abroad. On the Army team, respect is earned daily. And now, in addition to earning respect, you may earn up to $40,000 in bonuses if you qualify. To learn more, visit GoArmy.com slash bonus or call 1-800-USA-ARMY. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Visit Buffalo Wild Wings weekdays from 11 to 2 and take advantage of their new 15-minute lunch guarantee or your lunch is free. That's right, free. And with a 15-minute lunch guarantee, that means less time waiting and more time eating delicious B-dubs before you got to get back to the office. Buffalo Wild Wings, White Marsh, Owings Mills, and Westminster Wings Beer Sports available for dine-in orders at participating locations for a limited time. See restaurant for details. Section 336 here with all your Baltimore sports talk. The Raven season is now done. 
but the Orioles season is just ahead. We have a new GM. We have a new manager. We have a few new baseball players out there. Reason for optimism. I don't know if you can name any of those new players, and I think we won 40-some games last year. Yeah, but I remember a terrible year in 1988 where we were able to turn it around the very next year in 1989. Why not 2019? Yeah, why not? Why not check out Section 336 at Section336.com, Facebook, or on Twitter and iTunes as well. Just search for Section 336. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Stan the Fan Charles sits down with new Orioles general manager Mike Elias to discuss the plan for guiding the franchise back to prominence. Plus, Hopkins legend Paul Rabel details his vision for how the PLL can be a game changer for pro lacrosse. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. The Glory Days Grill-to-Go menu is based on a simple reality. You can't spend your whole life at Glory Days Grill. Your boss wouldn't like it, and neither would your kids or your dog. So come to Glory Days and get your food to go. On your way to soccer practice, or to the office, or to, well, wherever. We know the hardest part of visiting Glory Days Grill is leaving. But at least you take a little piece of us wherever you go. Glory Days Grill. Great food. Good sports. Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square is very, very popular, as you've undoubtedly noticed if you've been there recently. Want to skip the lines completely? Download the Chick-fil-A app, and your food will be ready when you get there, but not a minute sooner. Your hot, fresh waffle fries, fresh, never-frozen chicken, and ice-cold drinks will be delivered to you when you get there. They'll bring it out to your car, or you can come in and get it without standing in line. Plus, ordering through the Chick-fil-A app earns you reward points that will add up to free stuff. And the app remembers what you like. So if you like extra pickles, then the app remembers. If you prefer less ice in your drink, the app remembers. Anytime you customize your order, the Chick-fil-A app will file it away and remember for your next visit. Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square, 5198 Campbell Boulevard. If you need help downloading the app, ask the Nottingham Square store owner, Steve. Steve can do anything. Chick-fil-A, get the app, skip the lines. And we are back on the battle round at half. Um, UMBC is trailing Vermont by eight. Is it thirty to twenty-two? At the I half? believe that's the score. All right. And they got to do a better job on the offensive glass well, in the one second th- half. One thing, the great coaches, and I think that Ryan Odom is on his way to being a great coach. Their teams do make the necessary adjustments, you know. And I know how much you respect Coach K. Yeah, uh, his teams do make adjustments as well. Mm-hmm. You know. Unlike yeah, the, the one teams. adjustment they made this time around against North Carolina was so getting Zion, Zion Williamson. <laughs> yeah, that was a big adjustment. That's a, that's a to pretty have good. To, to have to. And they still lucked out and won the game last night. Oh, it was a luck out. Yeah. Okay. How was it a luck out? One point, Jesus. If Don't get me started on Carolina down the stretch. Well, I know you don't respect uh, Roy Williams. No, I like Roy Williams. Yeah. You just don't like Ratface. I don't like Ratface. I don't like that program. All right. You're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. All right. Uh, they play Florida State tonight for the ACC championship. They do. All right. All right. Uh, we and thank. We'll, and we'll be big uh, uh, Leonard Hamilton fans tonight. You will be. Yes, yes. indeed. And Todd, uh, Kyle will be, mm-hmm. as yeah. will uh, Glenn Clark. Right. And the yeah. majority of the state of Maryland. And the majority of the state of Maryland. Ohio State lost uh, Always, always That's happy always to hear a, that. that. That is always fun. All right, well, that wraps up the bat around for this Saturday. 
We will be back next Saturday. We thank Kyle Ottenheimer for coming in. Got the sad news, though, that he's going to be here for like six weeks. It's three more after. Three more I than I know of. Brittany Everett, this is totally unacceptable. Anyway. <laughs> you will take her out for breakfast. Yeah, we'll have often. to, yeah. All right. And hi, anyway. Mom, if you're watching. <laughs> All right. Reminder real quick, tomorrow morning, Fantasy and Reality Football Show with Ken Zalis and Kyle Otten. Indeed. We will have, see you then. Have a great rest of your weekend. Glenn Clark Radio commences Monday morning at 10 right here at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio.